Good morning, beautiful people of God. You are listening to Sunrise Roshona on Hot 1027. I wonder how you all are this morning. I hope you are well and that you had a good week. And with the easing of lockdown, I hope that we're all still going to be cautious. This week, I'm going to be looking at abundant life. And there will be space to remember those who've gone before us and to release that which is robbing us of the abundant life that we are promised. The Greek word for abundant also means excess and more than. And we need to keep this in mind when we read in John 10, where Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. As with all readings, we need to place it in context. The statement comes in the middle of Jesus talking about being the good shepherd. In fact, he's building from Ezekiel 34, where God calls himself the good shepherd. And it is Jesus' response, that's what we need to know, to the Pharisees, who are moaning and criticizing him for healing a blind man in the previous chapter of John. Let's pause and look at this metaphor now. Everyone who Jesus was addressing knows about shepherds. They were part of everyday life in the first century Palestine. The shepherds led the sheep out to graze in the morning, and at night the sheep used to share communal pen. The next morning, and I always find this fascinating, the shepherds would call their sheep. The sheep knew their shepherd's voice, they would separate out and follow their own shepherd. Keeping the sheep alive was obviously critical and very, very important for the shepherds. So shepherds were very attentive. If a sheep was hurt, they looked after it and nursed it back to health. If it was attacked, they defended their sheep. If the sheep got lost, they stopped everything and went out and looked for them. The shepherd's income, his work, his survival, and they were mainly male, depended on how well he looked after his sheep. And abundance, in terms of sheep and shepherding, would mean an abundance of green pastures, more than the sheep could eat. The metaphor was also used, and I found this quite interesting for a king. A good king obviously would look after his people, protect them from those who are invading, and create a climate where all could prosper. This would be true of leadership today. What Jesus is actually saying to the leaders of that time, the Pharisees, is that they've been bad shepherds. Their people are hurting, and the widows, the orphans, are suffering. They are not caring for the flock as they should be. So let's look at Jesus, the good shepherd. What would this mean for us? Jesus is always present. Jesus longs to comfort us. Jesus will never leave nor forsake us. We are welcomed back when we've strayed. We can just think of the parable of the prodigal son where the return of the Son is celebrated with a feast. Jesus forgives us, protects us, and we can look at Isaiah 54 verse 17. No weapon formed against us can prosper. And I want us to keep that in mind as we listen to Breathe Now on the Mighty Hot 1027. So just pause and hold on to Jesus the Good Shepherd as we enjoy Breathe. Hot 1027. Breathe on Hot 1027. It's wonderful to be back with you again. This is Reverend Shona from St. Mark's Anglican Church in North Riding. This morning I'm looking at the shepherd metaphor, God and Jesus as the good shepherd. And I also think I want to expand a bit on what I said just before we listened to breathe. We can also think of the good shepherd as a good parent. Think about yourself as a parent if you are fortunate enough to be one. If your child is hurting, first of all, and I think we need to know this, it also hurts us. I can remember being so sad if my children were sad. The second thing is that we always reach out to help. Any good parent will reach out to help and try to help the child heal. And the third thing is, if a child knows they are loved, they are always happy and secure. 
Now we can experience this peace, this happiness, this security in the midst of turmoil because we are all God's beloved, loved by God, loved by Jesus and empowered by the Holy Spirit. Does this mean we won't experience grief and challenge? Absolutely not. But God will carry us through them when we can't anymore. And God will comfort and guide us and joy will come again. At the moment, all of us are faced with a few challenges. Many of us are understandably carrying a lot of stress. Most people have lost someone during this pandemic and are in grief. Many have lost jobs. If we want to experience that peace that passes all understanding, we need to release all of this that we are carrying and let go of it. Just yesterday, I realized I was carrying grief over Ragini, the head of news here, who died from COVID complications. I was happy, I thought, driving along, and suddenly I felt absolute overwhelming grief. And that's the thing with grief, it catches you unawares. So this morning is for me as well as for you. Let us bring everything that we are carrying to God, God who loves us more than we can ever understand or comprehend. Let us take it to God this morning, and I hate lines that are overused, but I'm going to use it anyway. Let us let go and let God. So now I invite you to be quiet and still and release all that you are holding. Maybe it's grief, anger, fear, maybe it's bitterness. And remember, if we continue to be bitter, it's like taking poison and expecting the other to die. Maybe you're just sad or stressed, anxious. If you have a candle nearby, light one. And let's give everything that we're carrying to God. And if you're able, close your eyes and just let all that emotion flow into Jesus on the cross. That's what we should do. We need to let it go because if we hold on to it, we're actually diminishing what Jesus did on the cross. He died to set us free from that. So hold this space as you listen to I Can Only Imagine on Hot 1027. Hot 1027. I Can Only Imagine on Hot 1027. Good morning. If you've just joined me, it's wonderful to be with you. You're listening to Sunrise with Shona. This morning I've been looking at the shepherd and I've looked at releasing everything that we're carrying, just letting it go to God, because as I said, if we don't do that, we're actually diminishing what Jesus did on the cross. Now I want to look at some of God's promises, because I think we actually do need to do that, right now in the midst of all that we're going through as a country and as a world. But I want us to bear in mind that all readings need to be looked at in context, and I'm not going to be giving you, because of time, the context of all of these readings. So please go and look them up yourself if you have time. I also want to stress that God's prosperity is not always about material goods. Ask someone who's been consumed by anxiety. They will tell you peace is much more important than anyone else. In my walk with those passing from this life to the next, richness means relationship, peace and love, not material possessions. So I'm going to share these promises now, but as I said, I want to encourage you to go and look them up. What I will say is that all of them apply to us when we are living according to God's will. So they're not just random promises. We need to be actually living in that relationship with God. Psalm 145 verse 9, The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. James 1:17. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming from the parent of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. And right now we need to know that God is constant when so much is changing in our lives. 2 Samuel 7:28. Your covenant God is trustworthy and you've promised good things to your servant. Psalm 84 verse 1, God is a sun, a shield, and the Lord bestows favor and honor. Philippians 4, 6-7, maybe we really need to hear this today. Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, 
present your request to God, and the peace of God which passes, transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Psalm 34 verse 10, The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Matthew 11:28, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Now I really hope that today you found comfort in these promises and you found release in just letting things go to God. I would encourage you to continue past this time now and just continue in prayer with God and allow everything that you're feeling to flow into God as you invite God to fill you anew and afresh with the Holy Spirit in every part of your being that is tired or anxious. I pray that God will bless and protect you and those you love and pray for. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. It's always a pleasure to be with you. To wrap up this morning, all who are thirsty and blessed assurance. God bless. Heart 1027